You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends. My goodness, I first have to say such a huge thank you for all the love and affirmation so many of you have sent my way this past week as I have announced Dream Money into the World. Fun fact, you, my podcast fam, and those of you who are joining me in Leap Week are the only ones who have heard of Dream Money. I'm going to be making a big splashy announcement on my birthday next week, and what better way to ring in my 40s by announcing this new business chapter, right? So if you have yet to tune into last week's episode, please give it a listen, especially as I laid out the five key pillars of Dream Money, because D-R-E-A-M stands for money that's deliberate, reliable, easeful, abundant, and meaningful. And although this is my soon-to-be trademarked framework for helping you create dream money, I think it'll be so fun to see how you define what dream money means to you. So following last week's very special episode where I introduced dream money, we are following it up with another special episode sharing where dream money is going. We are also going to be kicking off a five-part series in this episode as we dive deeper into each of the five key pillars. So today we are diving into deliberate money, what that means in practice, how we create it, and more importantly, how we sustain it. But first, my friends, as you have heard me mention many times on the podcast, you know this whole rebrand started when I began the process of turning my profit planning tool, formerly known as the Money Map, into a software or app that could bring high-level financial wisdom, calculators, and business planning tools into the hands of more small business owners like you. This has been a dream of mine for several years, and now with a brand name that I can finally use to bring this software to market, I am so excited to share all of the steps of that process, including our next big one, which I am definitely going to need some help creating. So at this point, I have met with a developer to clarify just how much it's going to cost to build my minimum lovable product, which is basically translating my current profit planning tool off of spreadsheets into a software while also adding a few key features I know that you're going to love. More on those in a second. My developer has really helped me clarify not just the cost of how much it's going to take to build this thing out, but also the timeline for it to come to fruition. And now it is time to raise the capital to build this thing. And that is where I am hoping you come in. So this software will be an integral piece for helping others step into dream money. And as I mentioned on our last episode, I have always worked with the dreamers who believe more is possible for themselves, who have literally been put on this earth to make a meaningful difference, and most definitely those who believe it is possible to create a more just, joyful, connected world. I support the dreamers by helping them build businesses that allow them to have the impact they dream of making through custom strategy in my programs, but also helping them map out their way to creating financial stability financial fluency, and financial mastery that allows them to grow a business that's not just sustainable, but a financial powerhouse for funding big things. This software is built for the dreamers. 
which is why there are going to be 30 ways for you to support this dream of mine. To either become a funding dreamer, which gives you lifetime access to this app, plus access to the full profit planning tool as it currently exists in spreadsheet form that has completely shifted my business and countless others, or to become a founding dreamer, which gives you your first year subscription on the app, plus one of my most raved about calculators to help you determine your good, better, best revenue goals that every business owner needs to have a rich understanding of exactly how much they need to be earning to create financial stability and their own personal definition of success. Or lastly, you can be a believer, which is perfect for those of you who may not want to use the app, but want to support this work anyway. This is a pay what you can option. And I am so beyond grateful for any contribution a believer makes. Okay. So I will be explaining what is included at each tier with even more detail as we get closer to the last week of August, but I'm so excited to deliver a tool you can put into practice in your business right away by supporting the development of this app. And I'll even be rolling out some very cool bonuses and live calls to, to support those funding and founding dreamers to help you get the financial clarity that is oh so important. So you can start mapping out your way to dream money. What I am especially looking for though, are those who are willing to spread the word to their friends, their colleagues, and their communities about the opportunity to be a funding dreamer, a founding dreamer, or a believer. My big hairy goal, feels so vulnerable to say this, but here we go, is to call in 100 funding dreamers who are willing to invest $9.97 for lifetime access to the app, okay? That's the current price for my profit planning tool as it is. And 100 funding dreamers literally funds the development of this app because it's going to be about $100,000 to build this thing and get it out into the world. Okay. So that is why those who are willing to invest 997, you are my funding dreamers because you are literally funding this app. Okay. But I also want to call in 1000 founding dreamers who are willing to pay for their first year's subscription on the app. And this investment amount is still being totally clarified, but it'll be somewhere around 200 or $250 total, which will also come with live calls and bonuses with me too. Okay. Our believers can literally donate however much they want to support this app's development and every little bit helps. Okay. So if that's you, you are willing to help me spread the word to help me connect with those 100 funding dreamers and 1000 founding dreamers. So small business owners who could really benefit from financial wisdom, financial tools that are helping them create money momentum in their businesses. Will you add your name to a short form for me in the show notes? So I know to reach out your support is so incredibly appreciated. As I go for this big dream, I am like, nerve sighted over here of like, oh my gosh, I've never gone for something this big in my entire life. I aim to raise $300,000 in order to not just build the app itself, but to also hire support team to create a very high level user experience when we are live and also have money left over to roll out our first few features that we definitely want to add on for an even richer experience. I am so excited about all of the things that this app is going to open up, especially because we're not just delivering the high level financial tools that I am known for that are already impactful 
on their own, but we're really able to leverage a lot of cool automations. So you always have such high level clarity on what is going on in your business financially at any time. We're blending in so many cool reporting features so you can see what is shifting in your business from month to month. We're also going to be able to foster really healthy financial habits by some of the cool notifications we're building into this app and all of those beautiful things that this software is going to make possible. So I am so excited for this thing to be alive in the world, but first we have to build it. And in order to do that, I know I can't do it alone. So if you are willing to help me spread the word, I would be so incredibly appreciative. I know that this tool is going to shift the way money feels in so many entrepreneurs' lives and businesses. And I know just how much this tool has shifted my life personally. It's why I have the business I do today. So to be able to put this out into the world at such a bigger scale, to really reach thousands and make this more accessible than ever before, oh, I am so freaking excited. Okay, y'all, more to come on all of that as we get closer to the last week of August. Now I want to shift gears and dive into our first key pillar of dream money, which is all around money that's deliberate. What does that mean? How do we create it? And more importantly, how do we sustain it? So when it comes to deliberate money, we're going to approach this from a few different lenses. The first is ensuring that we're deliberately designing our money to honor our time and energy. When it comes to dream money, I would imagine you do not envision a future where you're making the money you want to be making, but you're too burned out to enjoy it. Nor do I imagine that you envision a future where you're making the money you want to make, but you can never take a vacation. You have to be on your A game at all times, and you continue to get amazing results for your clients, but also feel completely undercompensated for it. No, that's not going to feel like dream money, right? So when we're deliberate about designing our money to honor our time and energy, some of this is going to come down to your business model itself and ensuring you have a simplified path forward that is easy to execute, okay? So in my framework, we talk about the anatomy of a sustainable business model that is all around clarifying your offer suite that has an organic flow. So all of your offers are working together. And that means that your offers not only flow organically from one to the next, but your clients see the through threads between all of them. It's clear to them which offer they need why they need it, and how they can naturally progress through your body of work, okay? This also means, though, that you need sustainable price points. So many of us are undercharging for our work and then wondering why we are burnt out. There needs to be a sweet spot between what your client can afford, and this is a very, very tricky word. I will go ahead and tell you, okay? And also what your offer makes possible as a result, all right? So we're trying to find that sweet spot between where your client is financially, what makes sense for them, and also the value of the results that you are providing. So some of my clients, for instance, are selling certifications that not only provide a different modality for their clients to serve their people, but also an additional revenue stream. That's a pretty big result, right? I also have other clients who are focusing on life-shifting inner work where their clients feel more confident in who they are, what they bring, and what they want. And this creates a huge domino effect in their lives, from the relationships they pursue and or shift, to the jobs they leave or the new jobs they go for, to new habits they develop that are directly linked back to a shift in worthiness. These internal shifts are notoriously so much more subjective to assign a value to, but I can promise this is the work that is most valuable of all. 
I also have other clients like me who are supporting other business owners. And sometimes those results are more tangible, like they are in my case, as I help my clients build their body of work that becomes an asset that can literally take them to multiple seven figures if that is their dream, okay? And there are also less tangible assets like shifting your communication styles when leading your team, like all of those are valuable. All have their own unique challenges though when identifying their true value because it's subjective. But having sustainable price points that are finding that middle ground is really the sweet spot. How can we get more deliberate with our pricing strategy so it's taking all of those variables into account, okay? Those are just a couple because we also have to consider the time spent delivering the work, creating the work, mastering the work, et cetera. And that is not to say that we pass 100% of that cost onto our clients. We don't, okay? It would be ridiculous for me to charge my client for the 20 plus years and then some of my wisdom that I have poured into my own body of work, okay? But I also think back to that story when Picasso drew a drawing on a napkin in a cafe and charged the lady five mil, right? And she was so taken aback and said, that only took you five minutes. And he replied, it took me years to draw that in just five minutes. All right, I love that story so much. I think it's so helpful to think about pricing strategy when it comes to business. But the other piece that goes into this though is making sure you aren't overgiving because this can be one of the sneakiest ways we try and either justify a price point, control a desired result, or make it feel worth it for the client or all other kinds of fun dynamics that come into play as we deliberately choose what we're including in our offers, okay? So many times we include things that are not needed and even things that our clients can't possibly use. Like what good is a bonus if your content alone is already enough to get through, right? I want us to think more deliberately about what we're including in our offers and why. Why are they needed? Why are they impactful? How do they elevate the experience of your client? And more importantly, is the overgiving asking more of your time than is warranted for your price point? When we have sustainably structured and sustainably priced offers, this is one way we can be more deliberate with our money. So it's honoring our time and energy. I think it's often helpful to think about what an offer is really going to ask of you and especially the time frame needed to create it. Okay. All of my flow clients know that I am so big on being deliberate with the timeline of your deliverables inside your programs because it is so easy to get in the weeds of content creation inside your offers while you're trying to focus on delivery. Instead, I encourage a dripped approach when you're creating an offers curriculum or content for the very first time and really give yourself a very generous timeline as you are mastering content creation. This is a skill set in and of itself, okay? So your dream of dreams might be to launch an offer where your client gets immediate access to all 10 modules that are going to be part of this program, right? But let's say zero of those 10 modules are created. And so what that does is that creates a very, very pressed timeline for you to create all this content, which is likely not going to be your best work anyway, and you're going to have to re-record it anyway instead of just thinking about how all of these pieces work together, okay? I remember one of my first business coaching clients, Leisha McDonough, who is a dear friend and colleague of mine to this day, when we were designing her coaching certification, we were very deliberate around the pace of that program to ensure she had a spacious timeline to create that curriculum, all right? She had a very robust curriculum that she was creating. And of course, I don't recommend creating anything until you sell the thing because there's no point in creating something that is not going to sell. You want to get paid to actually create your work. So that's why it's super important to be really intentional with the timeline that you're laying out, okay? And a very good rule of thumb is to plan on no more than two 60-minute trainings per month for you to create that. Okay. Even if you're a powerhouse creator, because 
creating content is not the only thing that you're going to be doing that month. Your business still needs you to do all of the other things. And that's why we can get in over our heads very quickly if we're not deliberate with the pace and timeline we're giving ourselves, okay? There are multiple ways we can be deliberate with the time, money, and energy variables when it comes to offer creation. And this is one of the things I love supporting my clients on the most because it's not just the sale we need to think of, but what happens after the sale and how it stacks with everything else you got going on that matters most. So that is one piece of deliberate money, what we're designing our money to do in our businesses, okay? How are we really setting ourselves up to honor our time and energy? This is starting to think about how does time, money, and energy all stack together? What am I setting myself up for? Am I setting myself up for unrealistic expectations, unrealistic timelines, right? Am I undercharging for my work? All of those things matter. But deliberate money also comes down to how deliberate we're being with our other time. That's not just focused on delivery, okay? Meaning, how deliberate are we when it comes to focusing on revenue generating activities? as well as, if not more so, prioritizing time for spaciousness and rest. Running a business is a highly creative pursuit. And if you are expecting yourself to be in creation mode all of the time, which is likely very connected to revenue generating activities for you, okay? You're setting yourself up for disappointment because we are not built to creatively output all the time. We need spaciousness and rest. And in fact, spaciousness and rest are revenue generating activities. How deliberate are you being in giving that to yourself? How deliberate are you being in scheduling that in routinely to make sure that you get it consistently instead of getting to that place where you desperately need it, okay? This is a very high level deliberate move when we're really starting to prioritize spaciousness and rest. And I think that it is a non-negotiable if you want to be a high performer in business, if you want to have the most meaningful impact, if you want to have juice to give for connection and relationships and all of those beautiful things, we need spaciousness and rest to pour into ourselves first. How deliberate are you being on that, okay? This also comes down to how deliberate we are in meeting with our money and stewarding it. What are we deliberately directing our money to do? All of those things, my friends, come down to clarity, intentional boundaries, and typically saying no a whole lot more than we say yes, okay? Especially if we are going to be supporting our resources and capacity, all right? So when it comes to managing our money, for instance, if we're intentionally focused on very key financial goals, I can promise you, you're going to have to have some deliberate no's so you can have the most deliberate yes in reaching those goals. Okay. The same is true with projects that you're taking on in your business. If you want to have a very specific impact that is related to very specific projects being completed, you are going to have to say a very deliberate no that takes away from those projects and what they need from you. Your sacred no is such a deliberate key player in your overall success. All right. The same is true though for the deliberate yes, saying yes to the right things at the right time, the right investments, right? Even if it doesn't make logical sense, but there's the intuitive knowing that this is a yes for you, it's a listening to that yes. It's honoring that yes, being deliberate with it and doing everything you can to show up for it fully. And sometimes what fully showing up for something looks like might not necessarily look how you think it's going to look, okay? That's a whole conversation in and of itself. Sometimes showing up fully is saying, actually, this is not the thing that I want and it's okay to course correct, all right? Or showing up fully means I committed to this thing in good faith based on the current capacity that I had at that time and now capacity has shifted and I actually need to step back. That is still honoring your full yes, 
Okay. We have to give ourselves permission to move as our life moves, as our business moves and all of those things. So when it comes to money work, there is the strategy of what we're designing our money to do, but there's also the internal embodiment of it. And you will find that in each of the five key pillars of dream money. If we want money to be easeful, for instance, we have to commit to ease and call ourselves out when we're trying to complicate something that does not need to be complicated, or we're forcing something that clearly is not meant to be, right? There's always an internal process that is mirroring how we want our money to feel. So externally, so internally. And that's perhaps why I love money work so much, because it's such a powerful mirror for how to be in deeper partnership and integrity. What does it look like for you to get more deliberate with your money in this season? You might find that you need to have more organization, a clearer game plan, a better system, better habits, better boundaries, better focus around your spending, your saving, your investing, etc. You might find you need more awareness around your money stories, beliefs, triggers, and conditioning, whatever that looks like for you. And this will change from season to season. It might also look like prioritizing more earning, which might mean prioritizing more marketing, right? Or offer creation or whatever that is. There will always be something money asks us to get more deliberate on for it to feel more intentionally deliberate in our lives and businesses. Deliberate money calls for intentionality. First and foremost, by getting into the numbers, because we cannot be deliberate if we don't have the full picture, right? But also getting deliberate with the changes that full picture inform for you. So externally, so internally. Deliberate money is really around awareness, consciousness, choice, intention, coupled with follow through. What is deliberate money calling you more into in this season? In 2018, I threw myself into this work head on and met with my profit planning tool, formerly known as the money map every day for a full year. I was deliberate on money stewardship and directing my money where I wanted it to go. I paid off 30 K in debt in nine months that year because of it. I was deliberate in unpacking a lot of deep-rooted money narratives from my transgenerational money story that year. I challenged the money beliefs that had been handed down in my family line. I challenged money beliefs I'd been taught in other institutions. I was deliberate in examining my own attachment style to money, realizing I would oscillate between anxious and avoidant behaviors and started to get underneath why. I was deliberate in staying present for me and money, and it will always be a year that changed my freaking life. In this season of my life and business, I'm deliberate on saving in my personal finances, as well as paying myself more from my business so I can stack up even more in savings. I'm also deliberately prioritizing my margins this year. And what that means is saying no to hiring more team members, even though that's the thing that I so want to do, because I'm really honoring the team margin that I have set. It also looks like being really deliberate with my investments as I am getting this new company, i.e. my brand new app, off the ground, really putting all of the things this company needs through such a high lens of discernment. What are the things that are most needed that are going to have the biggest impact for this tool getting out in the world? I'm also deliberate with celebrating this year too. All the financial progress my husband and I are making as a team and also celebrating what my business is doing too, even in its lower revenue months, because I am so incredibly proud of everything I have built the past eight and a half years. And I am really being deliberate with just awe and marvel of this little business that has grown to the level that it has when it started off as nothing. 
I'm also deliberately pulling into my mindset this year. I've started going back to therapy to have a container for that. I'm continuing to heal at deeper levels after some challenging leadership seasons in business. The mindset work that I am doing, although it's not my immediate goal for it to turn into money, I also know that it's directly tied to my safety, which is directly tied to my marketing, my visibility, which is ultimately directly tied to what is possible in my business. Money is always connected. That I can promise you. So with that, my friends, I can't wait to hear how you're getting more deliberate with your money and what that looks like for you in this season. I am so excited to keep diving into the other key pillars of dream money, money that's deliberate, reliable, easeful, abundant, and meaningful. If you love this episode, please share it. It is so helpful in getting this work out there in a bigger way. And if you're willing to help me spread the word to connect with our funding and founding dreamers, as we go for this big goal, the last week of August, definitely add your name to the form in the show notes. I appreciate your support so much. And there will even be a mention of your name in the app when it goes live. I cannot wait to see the origin story this app creates especially the people who will be a part of it. So until next time, my friends, here is to the courage to keep showing up even when clarity is still forming, trusting, knowing, believing. The next right step is always on its way. See you soon.